You're listening to Notable Nashville. My name is Tomas Gorio, and this song is called Red Wine in a Corset.
everybody. Tomas Gorio, that was Red Wine and a Corset. Thanks for playing that for us, and also thanks for joining us today. Of course, it's my pleasure. So, what is was that song on any of your, uh, you know, release stuff or? It's going to be on the upcoming album that should be released in March. Okay, cool. What's do you have like a, a certain amount of songs that you got compiled for that one? Yeah, I have ten songs, and uh, and a last minute inspiration to put a hidden track. Okay. The old school records. Cool, cool. Yeah. So it is going to be on vinyl. Maybe. I want to make it on vinyl at some point. It's just so expensive to do that. You yeah. might have to wait. Um, it'll come out on CD. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of CDs, man. Yeah, like, CDs are cool. Yeah. I always like to buy vinyl though, just because you know, I don't know, the sound sounds so much better. The sound yeah. is so much better, which is why why it's more expensive because yeah. that's the quality. Uh-huh. But I feel like CDs, they had their time, and now everything's. Uh, just so digital and you put it on your phone and you have a whole bunch of albums in there but there's there was also something to cds that uh-huh. people kind of overlook i think yeah i yeah I, I agree with that and also guys um he performed all of that himself everything you were hearing that was just one band band i think that's pretty cool so you were in a uh in a band before that was you know up and coming and kind of tell us about that okay uh like what what was the band that you were in before all right we were called Radar versus Wolf. Radar versus Wolf, and uh, it was it was pretty much a duo. Me and my buddy James Breton from California. Okay. We started up over there in California, and then traveled from from California to Florida, back and forth, because I'm from Florida. Okay. And eventually, um, we kind of did this setup. Only he had he was playing the cajon on his foot, and I was playing the tambourine on my other foot. So, so now I kind of just combined that together and just made it a one man band. Um, but with that with that band, we we got noticed by a producer here in Nashville, and that's why I'm here at all. Oh, I got we you. We came here to actually go for it, go full force. And the producer had um, a lot of ideas too to to um, for his input, and it was great. Being in the studio was a great um, experience. And of course, you have uh, now now we have three people kind of saying what what's going to go on the album and I love layering so I'm okay with any type of suggestions uh-huh. um, and we were recording song after song and the more we did it the more uh, I would send it to my friends and they'd say oh it sounds overproduced and I didn't really know what they meant until just recently actually and this album came out about two years ago so um, so you did record an album with that man we did record okay. an album here and it was it was a really great production, but like all of my friends were saying, it sounded overproduced, and I didn't understand until um, I f- until now that I realized that what I do personally doesn't really uh, ask for such a production. Okay. Now the the rawness of what I do is kind of the the magic of the sound of it. Yeah. So. It was a great experience, and those guys are awesome, and they're gonna keep going uh-huh. as Radar versus Wolf because we got a we had a basis come up and everything. Oh, uh, all right. And so now they're doing it as a three piece. Um, so, but, but it wasn't for me. Yeah, and you kind of told me, me, you know, the industry kind of you know jaded you. You you got a bad bad taste in your mouth yeah, on, in if, the industry. Um. Well, yeah. I feel like in the studio there was a little bit of molding uh-huh. of the songs here and there. Yeah. To kind of commercialize the songs which is not necessarily a bad thing but for me it felt like like pieces of my heart were kind of taken away and then um and then on stage 
uh, we had um, a booking agent come come watch us, and she was I'm not gonna name drop. She was gonna she she was she was booking big 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 time bands. Okay. So she came to the show, and to have an opportunity like that is like a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. And she said that. I was doing too much dancing on stage and the band was more of a rock chilled out type of band so to not do that and also I couldn't sing my songs instead um, have the better singer sing all the songs and I only do harmon- harmonies oh so kind of just like try to mold you yeah into mold us into something more commercial which yeah. like I said it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. and I even I even stepped down I said okay sure sure I won't be so flashy and, and I won't um I won't sing my parts and you know I'll sing just harmonies because uh-huh. I'm good at harmonies but we toured two times with that and I just I was not feeling it and even my friends saw it they were like uh, my friend Zach Jones from the Gravel Kings I will name drop that <laughs> um, he toured he, he did like three or four dates with us in okay. his band and he kind of sat me down backstage he was like what the hell are you doing dude this is not you I know this sounds great and the album sounds awesome and you guys are leveling up, but this is not you. You don't look happy. Are you happy? And I had to think about it. I was kind of living a lie. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, I'm kind of bending myself backwards so that we can make money off of this. Or fully expressing your heart. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I realized I was miserable. Okay. I was just straight up miserable in the van, touring, um, playing night after night that way uh the songs on the album they were great but it wasn't exactly what what my heart really needed okay so i i i respectfully backed backed up and said hey look guys this is not for me you guys can keep going i can teach somebody else my parts and you guys can continue um they decided to go as a three-piece which is fine i fully support them okay but it was not for me anymore, and now I'm doing it on my own. Yeah. Um, well, the question any, is: the question is now, are you happy uh, doing doing your own thing? It's the best time it's of awesome. my life right cool, now. Cool, cool. It's the best time of my life. It's it's when you find yourself that you really can enjoy what you're doing. Uh huh. And if you're doing it because oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mold myself a little bit just so I can be more marketable and I can sell stuff. It might be okay for you, but for some people, it's not. And I've and I know a bunch of people that it's like that and they would rather do it themselves than go through a label. And yeah. I didn't understand that before, but now I completely get it. Okay. And if I don't get on a label, that's perfectly fine with me. I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it. Yeah, so uh is it any any much harder kind of doing it your own uh doing your own thing or is it uh, kind of easier cuz you get to manage your own manage your time and It's it's both. It's, both. it's easier because I do get to just manage my own time but at the same time um having all the all the um, responsibility of making the product happen uh-huh. like i want to release an album now i want to make it sound nice so i'm recording it all myself um, i'm having my friends sometimes come in uh, my friend noah johnston he does percussion, so I have him doing uh, some percussion on some songs. Okay. Um, I'll have some people come up and do some backing vocals. It's you know just it's open. It's an open project for any of my friends, and even on stage, I'll say, hey, anybody that wants to learn the parts or just come up with your own parts, come up on stage, hang out, yeah. let's do this. That's you pretty know? cool. 
Yeah. Like, let's have the whole crowd involved. Okay. Anybody that wants to come up, I don't care. I don't care if it's even like it. A lot of people are like, oh no, we can't, we can't go on stage because we haven't practiced, we haven't rehearsed a million times yet. Mm-hmm. No, like if you want to come up on stage and you want to play drums or tambourine with me, come up on stage. Come on. I don't care. All right. This is. I gotta go to one the, of your shows. And yeah, that's out. what the experience is on stage. Uh-huh. It's for the love of music. Okay. It's not. Oh, we have to be super tight. I'll be super tight. You keep up as much as you can, but let's dance. Let's get up on stage and dance. Let's that's be awesome. flashy. Let's get yeah. out there. Let's get into the crowd. Yeah, that's cool. So would you want to record uh, maybe one of your recorded track, or I mean not record, uh, play one of your recorded tracks? Yeah, sure. Um, which which one do you want to play? Uh, I want to play a song called Pretender. Pretender. It's not completely finished yet, um, but I, it's it's my favorite one right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's give it a listen. All right. Dance, my darling, will you dance with me tonight? Perhaps I've only but a chance.
All right, sweet. That was Pretender. That is going to be on Tomasa's new album. So check that out in the future. Um, so are you going to be, you know, doing some touring with, with this album? Or, uh, you know, even before it comes out, are you going to be doing some some touring? Actually, in December, I like to always go down to Miami and visit my family. Okay. So I have um, two shows booked down to Miami. Oh, and one in Fort Lauderdale. So I have a show in Atlanta. Well, Marietta at okay. Swayze's venue. Um, on December 28th. All right. Sorry, December 18th is Swayze's. 18th. And then um, December 19th is in, uh, it's close to Orlando. It's a place called, um, I forgot the name of the city. Oh, it's a good. small city. Near Orlando. Near Orlando. Okay. And the place is a, is a big fish little pond. Okay. And then um, a huge fish small pond. Something like Something that. You can look at it. Pounds. You can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, on the 20th, I'm playing in Fort Lauderdale at Jump the Shark. Okay. And then I'll be in Miami for Christmas break. And then on my way back, um, I'm playing in Port St. Lucie with my friend Zach Jones from the Gravel Kings. And then on uh, the 28th, I'm playing... Sorry. The 26th is with Zach Jones, Zach Jones at Port St. Lucie. The 28th, 27th, is in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, it's a coffee shop. It's still in the in the works, and then um and then just make my way back. Oh, so pretty much all in Florida. Yeah, all in Florida. Okay. Just because I'm I'm going from Nashville to Miami, oh, just you. for the Christmas for holidays. You know, are, are you playing family. any um, Nashville shows coming up? Um, not yet. I'm not actually yet? looking for some, but at the same time, I'm okay not playing just because I really need to work on the album. Okay. Um. Uh, but well, I'm trying I'll be to looking maybe... some dates to some dates here. Those uh, yeah, yeah. And I talked to um to Gary actually from Oliver yeah. Records about uh-huh. uh, hooking something up for January. January. So all right. here in January, hopefully, I'll be I'll playing at the five spot. Sweet. Yeah, Gary is our uh, producer on the show, so He's a one great of our guy. producers. So we'll talk to him about that. Yeah. And um, so that's very cool. Um. And then once the album is released in April, I will I will try to embark on a life of just traveling with the music okay uh kind of just leave all my stuff i guess at my parents house as kind of you know i have a spot there and they're they're really amazing parents they just okay you know you have a house here you have a home whenever you want it um leave my stuff there and just go and travel and eventually hopefully have an rv in the future and just keep traveling and book all shows myself okay and are you gonna want to go outside of the united states or yes okay yes i have my passport i'm ready to go man and the first place will be canada i have some family there going to canada and and then just see what what else i can do very cool man well um would you want to play another you know live song for us yeah sure yeah yeah i'd love to all right what's what's this one gonna be called this one's called fly son of a gun fly son of a gun all right cool
walk in the room and get so real. Eyes that follow you make you feel. Am I doing alright with what I'm saying or what I'm saying? everybody Tomas Gorio tried to roll the R's there um, check him out on Bandcamp Facebook um, where, where can we find Instagram is yeah. it just your full name yeah if you google search Tomas Gorio I'm the only one there pretty much okay you can find the Facebook. double R two R's yeah Tomas T-O-M-A-S-G-O-R-R-I-O all right cool well everybody thanks so much for uh, listening and thanks for joining us on Notable Nashville Hey, 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 it's time for Gary's Pick of the Week. What do you got for us this week, Gary? This week, we're going to have Kid Freud playing a song called Boston. Boston, Kid Freud, he's probably smarter than you. Let's hear it.
Thanks for listening to Notable Nashville Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Notable underscore Nash, like us on Facebook, and keep up with in-studio pictures on Instagram. A big thanks to Tomas Gorio for stopping by today, sharing some tunes and some cool stories. Be sure to check out NotableNashville.com for inquiries about joining us on the show. All content produced by Jordan Johansson and Gary Brannigan. Wow, 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 wow.